0: Let's talk about money. Because money is so important for your grow, girl, grind and for whatever goals it is that you've set yourself. Is life all about money? No. But is money the flow that facilitates your business and your purpose? 100%. There's also no shame in wanting money. And this is something that's taken me so long to get to grips with myself. But I've realized wanting money is not selfish. Wanting a nice life is not selfish and wanting nice things is not selfish. Why? Because at Grow Girl HQ, I believe that to get money, you have to be fulfilling your purpose. And I also believe that to get money, you have to be providing value. You have to be serving somebody or someone or some audience somewhere in order for them to be willing to pay you. There can be a lot of fear around money, but to get your boss babe credentials, you've got to control your money and not let your money control you. Whether you like numbers or you hate numbers, it's something you're going to have to get to grips with and it's really not as scary as it might seem. So I'm going to share my top money management tips to help you start owning your money situation. Number one, money mindset. I'm going to prepare myself for the long sigh here because I'm going to talk about the universe and I'm going to talk about the law of attraction and all that woo-woo stuff that literally a year ago I would have laughed at. But if you are a bit more of a pragmatic person like me, or like at least I was, it really isn't as unbelievable as it seems when we use those words, universe, attract, attract the money. It really is quite logical when you break it down. If we in some way don't feel that we are deserving of money, we are going to project that onto our actions. And therefore we're going to act in a way that doesn't bring us money. We're ultimately fulfilling what we feel inside and what we want from within. So, if you feel that you're not going to reach your target this month, it can feel like that cloud sitting on top of you, that heavy weight, when you're walking around and you just feel unhappy or worried or scared or nervous, but you're not exactly sure why consciously. And then you remember, oh, yeah, it's because this month's going to be tough. I'm not going to reach my target. You're then filling yourself with this lack of confidence. If you're selling to a client, it's going to come across. You're not going to truly believe that you're going to get this client. And therefore, you won't bring your best self to that point of sale. It can even go so much deeper than this. If deep down, you believe that people with money are selfish, or that if you have money, you will act in negative ways, or that money is the root of evil, any of these beliefs, if you subconsciously believe these, you're going to protect yourself from becoming all of the things you think money will make you. And how are you going to do that? By not getting money. So these things can be deeply embedded from childhood, from years and years ago. You might not even be aware that you think of these. I've always thought I was quite positive when it comes to money and I've always aspired to big things. But I only recently realised that I myself had this limiting belief that if I had loads of money, it would make me in some way not as valuable as if it would undermine my hard work. And it would mean, oh, I don't have that grind and that hardworking attitude that I've always valued and seen as a positive thing that limiting belief would have kept me broke if i didn't turn it on its head i've now accepted that working hard is great but you're also deserving of great things and that i don't need to grind my whole life that it's okay to say i want to have a day off and that it's okay to enjoy your money and to go on holidays and to do nice things that none of that makes you less of a hard worker if anything it's reaping the fruits of your labor and showing just how hard you did work, that you've created this all for yourself. So sometimes you have to do some digging to weed out these thoughts. Instead of these limiting beliefs, we need to create empowering positive beliefs. We need to believe that we live in an abundant universe where there is so much money to be had and to be made and to be given. I'll pause for the long sigh again, (laughs) but it really is true. If you believe there is so much possibility out there and that there are so many people wanting to buy what you have, That confidence will not only radiate out and fill your potential customer with confidence that you are the right person and that you are set and sure about what you can offer, but it will also cause you to act in a way that will bring you those leads and bring you those clients and bring you those customers. So it really comes down to believing in what you do, believing in your product or your service, whatever it is that you're putting out there. For example, if I believe that I'm a great trainer, then I'm going to have no problem selling to a potential client, because I know I can give them what they came for. But if I have a doubt in my mind of my ability to help someone, if somebody comes to me with a goal that is not my specialty, then I'm thinking, oh, this isn't really me, I don't know if I can do this. Even if I say to them and sell to them as if I can, if deep down I don't think I can, that's gonna show in the way that I sell. So get to the point where you fully believe in your product, and if you don't, you might be thinking, I don't, stop go back a step and just tweak your offering until you're 100% behind it and you know that it's perfect and it perfectly shows what you can do. Number two, save before you spend. You've probably heard this a million times, this must be the most over-repeated money slogan out there but we still don't listen to it so it has to be said again. I hear so many people saying but I can't, I just don't have enough yet or will I have to wait until I've paid off my debts. And these are all very real things. However, sometimes perception and our own perception of our money situation can make us think that we are in these situations where we can't before we really are. We need to sit and figure it out. Even the tiniest bit of savings is better than nothing. If you wait until you've paid off all of your debts to start putting the tiniest bit away, it will never happen because the debts will keep on coming. If you are in that mindset of spending before you're saving, you will continue to live that mindset. So even when you've paid off this current debt, something else will come up that you'll think, oh yes, I need this, and then I can start saving. If you're in the mindset that other things are more important than saving, it doesn't matter what they are, it will keep happening and you will keep reliving this reality. Whereas if you start rewriting your patterns now and even saving 10 pounds a month, 20 pounds a month, whatever little you can save, two less coffees and you've saved yourself a tenner, Once you start doing that, and once you start seeing that stack up in your bank account, it will become a habit. Enthusiasm will breed out of that reward of seeing it grow. I was the worst person at saving. I would always put money away. I would save. And then almost within a week of it being in my savings account, I would spend. And it wasn't frivolous purchases where I can kind of look back and be like, what the hell was I thinking? I can see how easily it would happen. Because an opportunity would arise. For me, self-development is my biggest passion. So I'd see an opportunity and think, oh yeah, I'm gonna go for that. A course, a product that's an investment for me in my business. Hiring someone, getting something redone, a website, a logo, something like this. The problem was I wasn't thinking through these ideas. And a lot of that money was made on an impulse purchase, even though the intention was good. That money didn't reap me more business. It would have been more valuable as savings. Those things do come up where you think this is a great opportunity and I need to go for it to invest in my future. And I'll get onto that in a minute. But sometimes if you just had a little bit of lag, a little bit of a time lag between that opportunity arising and you committing, that's enough time to realise if you still really want this and if this is right for you. Seven days, seven days is a great amount of time. Consider making a purchase. Wait seven days. If you still want it, if you still think it's right for you, go for it that can help avoid the purchases that make you look back at your debit card statement. Like what just happened? So save before you spend. And how can you work out what you can put away? That leads me nicely onto my next point. Number three, spreadsheets equals life. I love spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. I'm realizing how much of a loser I sound right now, but I love spreadsheets. They are the best way to get everything down, get it out of your mind onto paper or onto the screen in this case. And then you can think clearly you're not holding your financial situation all in your mind. Not only can you then think clearly, but you can also treat your financial situation as big businesses would their own budget. Why do businesses grow and become profitable? Because they're strategizing and we can do the same for our own financial situation, especially for the freelancers and solopreneurs. How can you be clear on where you want to go if you're not clear on where you are now? And even more so, how can you be clear on how to get there? if you don't know what your start point is so get a spreadsheet if I was to ask you now what are your fixed costs each month what are your variable costs each month would you know from my experience a large percentage of us would not be able to answer that question if asked on the spot but knowing these is important because then each month you know what you have to spend and you know what's there for you to take control of then you can really see what opportunity do you have to save because it's easy for your bills to come out and you think, oh that's all I've got left, and you don't even realise how much you've spent on little things here and there, a coffee, a couple of drinks out the other night, the ASOS sale. It can happen without us realising that we actually have more to work with than we think. So get your fixed costs down on a spreadsheet, get your variable costs down on a spreadsheet. Then what you can do is also get more efficient. You can see where the bulk of your money is going. Then you can identify if there are things you didn't even realize you're paying for that actually you don't need anymore. You can switch to different providers if need be. You can make your money work for you. If you are a freelancer or a solopreneur, I would also say, create yourself a spreadsheet of your targets, your month to month targets, maybe even next year's targets. Break it down and work out how many clients you would need to get, how much product would you need to sell to make those targets. If you know what you're working towards, You are so much closer to making it happen. And finally, make your money work for you. As I've mentioned, money can either just come in and out and just help us maintain the current standard of life that we have, or money can be the driver for building a better life for us, a better business, a better quality of life. So you have to be conscious. You have to be conscious of your spending habits. What are the dead end costs that you have to do? What just keeps that roof over your head, your body clean from your shower and warm, your energy? What are those costs? And then what are a form of reinvestment? Are you reinvesting, even if a small percentage? We should all be doing some form of reinvestment. And that doesn't mean that you have to get all caught up in the stocks and shares if that overwhelms you. I just described the reinvestment for solopreneurs, for freelancers, as dedicating a percentage of your money each month to your ability to make more? Does that mean working with a coach, a mentor, doing a CPD course, running some ads, buying that new piece of equipment that you need? Mm -hmm. Or does it mean putting money in a pot and saving up for one of those things? It doesn't have to be now, but it's worth knowing that as well as saving your money, you need a pot that is for reinvestment. Not those savings that you never touch, but a pot that builds up and that is specifically for reinvesting in you and your business. I hope you feel inspired to go and take control, get on the spreadsheet life and take control of your finances. If you need help making your money work for you and your business, if you want to go into depth on this and really work out the figures and start moving those numbers, check out my Dream Equals Reality group coaching program where I help women who feel stuck make their dream careers into reality. My next intake is starting in October. You can check out the program at getupandgrowgirl.com forward slash life score coaching score two. That's getupandgrowgirl.com slash life score coaching score two. And I will put that in the show notes for you. Until next time, Grow Girls, goodbye.